Magandang hapon mga kaibigan. Welcome to C3 Metro Manila's digital service. We're glad that you can join us today. I hope you've had a blessed week. So today we have a special guest speaker um, who'll be sharing a short but potent sermon. It's none other than Pastor Jake Bentlam. Now for those who are unfamiliar with Pastor Jake, Pastor Jake is part of the C3 Australia community and is currently the um, uh, uh, regional director for C3 Southeast Asia. Today he's going to be discussing the topic of grace. Um, and I know um, this topic here in the Philippines is often um, a point of contention. You know, you have one camp that emphasizes grace while you have another camp that emphasizes works. But um, in, in, in actuality, these, um, these concepts are deeply intertwined and don't need to be in a point of tension. Um, yes, we are welcomed into God's covenant family simply because of God's grace. But God also invites us to build upon this grace, to participate um, in his work in the world by doing good works. Um, but before Pastor Jake elaborates more, let me go ahead and pause this for a prayer. Lord, we just thank you for your presence in this place. We invite you into this place. Still our minds, stir our hearts, and, and tune our ears to your voice. Speak to us today. And we offer up this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Take the broken 
AC3 Metro Manila, so excited to be with you this Sunday, the 29th of November. And what a brilliant congregation you guys are under the great leadership of Pastor Bernard and Gillian Garcia. And of course, a fantastic team that is around them to support them. And uh, I'm so excited about bringing this message to you today. I've called it the EDP Factor. That's EDP Factor. And this is from one of the letters that the Apostle Paul wrote to his spiritual son Timothy. So we're reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. It says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. A hard-working farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. First thing that we here in this communication from the Apostle Paul to Timothy is be strong in grace. This is foundational to our Christian walk. We've got to understand that grace empowers our life. Now, grace is not an atonement for wrong living, but it is an empowerment for right living. When we understand how grace has been given to us, it will bring liberty and freedom. And so this is really important that uh, we are people that are strong in grace because then we can live in a way that pleases God. We realize it's not based on what we've done, but it's based on what Jesus Christ has done for us. And therefore, that liberty helps us to live in such a way to fulfill God's purpose that's pleasing to Him. And so I just want to break down grace 
uh, as an acronym. And so the first letter is G and it means gift. And a gift has been freely given to you and me. So there's nothing we can do by addition or subtraction to qualify the gift of grace. The second letter is R. It means to receive, but to receive freely. If grace has been freely given, then our response must be to freely receive. That may be challenging depending on our backgrounds and religious upbringings, because we may have been taught uh, something contrary to receiving free grace that makes us stand right before God. But that's the goal that we have, is to get the revelation that we stand right before God purely by what Jesus Christ has done for us. The second, the, the next letter is A, which means to appreciate. Let's not lose sight of the great price that was paid by Jesus Christ, that the fact that he allowed himself to be mutilated at the hands of the Roman soldiers, to be nailed on the cross, to be pierced and put to death so that grace could flow freely back into this world. And so appreciate the price that was purchased for you and me. Let's do that every day. C means that we carry grace. We carry it freely to the world around us. The world needs grace. We can't agree necessarily with the world because of their ways and the way of thinking, but we can be gracious to them. And when the church is flowing with the grace of Jesus Christ, that's the way that the world can be reconciled to the one that can make all the difference. And so let's be a river of grace. Don't become a swamp where it just heaps up into your life because it's not going to do you any good or it's not going to do anyone around you any good. But grace needs to flow freely through you and me as a river for the glory of Jesus Christ. And the last one is E, enjoy grace. 1 Timothy 6.17, he gives us richly all things to enjoy. God wants you to have a blessed life. He's a father. He loves his children. And he wants to satisfy the desires of your heart. He wants you to live a fulfilled life, a life with meaning and purpose. That's really the way that we can have this life of grace that empowers us, that we can enjoy. And because of his grace, you are fully acceptable. Sometimes we think that if we can just be a little bit more perfect, we may be more accepted by the world around us. Well, that's not true. Jesus Christ was perfect, yet he was despised and rejected. So our lack of perfection doesn't lower the level of acceptance that God has for you and me. And so Romans 15, 7 says, Christ has accepted you. It's not conditional. It doesn't say he will accept you. He has accepted you. He accepted you before you accepted him. And so it's important that we understand the foundation of grace. There's this story that I remember that this man died. His name was Joel Elephant. That's maybe a coincidence, but he died suddenly at the age of 75. He arrived at the pearly gates in heaven and at the gates was St. Peter. And he asked St. Peter, he says, what must I do to enter into the gates into the kingdom of God? Well, St. Peter, it says, we work on a point system here. You need a hundred points, Joel. And unless you've got a hundred points, you can't come in. And Joel says, well, how does that work? St. Peter says, well, it depends on what you did for Jesus on earth. And so Joel thinks he thought, well, hang on. I got married at the age of 35. This could be prophetic. I got married at the age of 35 and I was faithfully married for 40 years. 
to the same woman I loved her, took care of her. St. Peter says, that's fantastic, Joel. For that, I'm going to give you two points. What else did you do? Joel started to get a bit worried because that only got him two points. He said, well, I attended this great church. It was called C3 Metro Manila. I served there all my life, looked after the, uh, the uh, uh, areas of music and pastoring. I also gave faithfully to the house of God. St. Peter says, that's fantastic for that. I'm going to give you one point. Joel's now getting very concerned because he's only got three points. St. Peter says, what else did you do, Joel? He says, well, I took care of some of the homeless children in Manila and uh, also provided clothing and food for families that were poor. St. Peter says, that's fantastic. For that, I'll give you two points. Joel's very concerned now. He's got five points. He's run out of things that he's done. And he said, St. Peter, I can only ever get in by the grace of God this way. St. Peter said, did you say grace? For grace, you get 100 points. Come on in. Okay, that's a pretty dumb story, but you've got the idea. The foundation is grace. We can't build the foundation. We can build on the foundation. The foundation has been freely given to you and me by grace. It is a foundation of grace. The foundation is Jesus Christ. He is the cornerstone and, he, and it's our revelation of what he has done that makes all the difference. In Matthew 16, 13, he says, on this rock, I will build my church. So we can't build the foundation, but we can build on the foundation. Well, church, that concludes our time with Pastor Jake today. I hope you're blessed by his message. Why don't I just go ahead and close this um, for a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for your grace. May you continue to teach us to embrace your grace. May you teach us to respond to your grace in a way, um, in, in the way that we live our lives. May we continue to live in a way that brings honor to your name and do things that align with your mission in the world. So we thank you again for your grace and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, church, um, like I said, that concludes our service today. Um, if any of you would like to connect, please reach out to us through our various social media platforms, Facebook or Instagram. Um, and if any of you would like to give of your tithes and offering or donate to our ministry, you may do so through the various payment platforms that are displayed on the screen, um, either Gcash, PayPal, or directly into our union bank account. Um, and again, thank you for joining us. I hope you have a blessed week. Grace and peace to you all.